This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists in industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black, welcome to Chicago. So this is the stuff that uh, we get in the live stream that I usually cut out of the actual finished audio interview, but I realized I don't know how to pronounce your first name. Oh, it's right. Or, or your last name, rather. Oh, Naltis. What is it? Naltis. Naltis. Yeah. Okay. Rena. 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 Yeah. See? Don't worry. Everyone's no, been butchering my well, name for like... That's what I was literally thinking about like as I was like standing outside. I know it's Hame, but yeah. people say Jamie, right? People say Jamie all the time, and I that's just answer I to doing. it. I was like, Jamie Black, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I like... I answer if someone says Jamie, and it's, we're just going to... At this point, this is just the interview. But I answer when... Really? Yeah. We'll hey. just We'll just leave this in here. Okay. Um, so you just pronounce our names right? Yeah, like people call me Jamie all the time, and I just answer to it because I'm like, most of the time, the people I'm never going to talk to again. So I'm like, sure. Yeah. If somebody calls me like Matthew, I might be like, oh, wait a minute. But like, I'm like, hi, Ma, Jamie, close enough. Yeah. It looks like Jamie, and it fucks everybody up. So, hi, Ma. Hi, Ma. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But that's right. okay. We both Hi, we Ma. both bombed, so we both get an F on this. This test. is well. This is just like okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> hi Ma. I'm just gonna remember this. No man, but uh, <laughs> but here we go. So right. we are we're, we got past all that, which I have to say. Yeah, I think we got to know each in. other a little bit more. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Introduction. Um, that's fine. But thank you for coming up. Of course. Hello. Hey. So you know we just were talking with Zoe. And I was saying that was overdue, and we had had her on a panel, but like we have never had you on the podcast. So I appreciate you being here. Yeah, that was exciting. My first podcast. Is your first ever podcast? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm a little baby when it comes to this stuff. It's weird because, like, for a long time, there were like just no other podcasts in Chicago, let alone like pretty much anywhere. It was just and a dry landscape. So now, yeah, yeah, people are like, oh, it's my first podcast, but like, up until like a year ago, I never heard that because, of course, it was everyone's first podcast. Because yeah. There was just no other like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's so cool that I'm glad we got to chat because here's the thing. You and I, as you know, we've been seeing each other out like all over the city, mm-hmm. just like nonstop. I feel like every time I go out, I run into you and mm-hmm. you're always working. You've always got your camera. Like, are you out as much as it seems like? Are you out just like every night? It's, like, interesting because, like, everybody does do that whole, like, oh, wow, you know, I see you everywhere. And I'm always just, like, where is there, like, is everyone just going to the same things? Like, that's what... Well, yes. Well, I, I think it's that. But, like, I don't know. I just, I've always liked to be out and about. And I'm a very busybody type of person. And I just go with, like, the flow and, like, where I end up. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I just go with the um, flow of, like, life a lot of the times. That's how I do it. And so um, it's kind of just, like... I think through shooting, like photography has definitely attracted me to every single thing that I end up like doing. Mm-hmm. And so since I shoot for um, certain people, it has like led me to be out and about in certain ways. But I don't know. I just like, just like being out and I just like kind of stay on top of things and end up in places. But as far as like where I have my camera and you see me as like, yeah, it's so I always like try to think of like, what, what am I doing all the time? But you're, I just, I see you out. Like anytime I go out, which isn't even every night, but I feel like every, every place that I've been in the last year, I've seen you there. And again, like you're not like partying, you're not just like drinking, like you are like working, you're like on top of things, you are like a presence at these events, I feel like. Oh, nice. Thanks. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and, and Responsible sounding. No, you, you absolutely are. <laughs> What's your website, by the way, so that people can follow along with you or your 
Instagram because I want people to be able to check out your work. So my website is renanaltis.com, R-E-N-A, and then N is a Nancy, A-L-T-S-A-S. Okay. And then my Instagram is renacaptures. All right. Like, so people can check out, capturing your soul, and people can check out your visual work while yeah. we're talking or if they're Actually, listening to this later. a little bit opposite of Zoe, which I kind of keep up on my Instagram a little bit more than my website, which is totally like, I'm going to talk to her about that. But like websites <laughs> have always been like a thing where I'm just like, uh, I've been like keeping up with this since I was like 19. Like they're always just like a task to me. But I would say if you want to keep up on recent, consistent, all the time, I would pay attention to my Instagram. Yeah, run of captures. No, it's, I, I'm the same way, but on the podcast side, like I can upload things to SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts and like it might be a week or two before I go update the website because mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, it's another... Another whole no, the stuff. Website, I don't know. Squarespace is really screwing me right now. I have to like sit down, and focus on it, and I just don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but like people can check out your work online. Um, but again, we always usually kind of start off with really asking, kind of like, how did your creative craft start for you? So, like, when did you first pick up a camera? When did this become the thing that you decided that was going to be your craft? Um, it started, I was hella lucky, like, that it started from, like, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, when uh, my parents, like, you know how, like, families, like, have cameras and all that one, uh, good stuff? They, I pretty much took it over. I took over the video camera. I took over the cameras in general. And then, like, I just started shooting with it. And so um, when we would go on, like, family vacations, I would use my little sister as, like, a model, and I would put her places. Mm-hmm. And, like, with her friend or whatever. And so they were my little, like, subjects. So, um... From there, it was just kind of like my parents would look at it, my aunt, and they would be like, wow, these are actually kind of interesting. Like, the, one of these photos, I put my little sister up on a ledge and, like, had her, the background as, like, a sunset. Mm-hmm. And just me being like, Andrew, go up here, you know? And then my mom's like, I wouldn't think to do that. It was just, like, kind of like those, like, comments of just being like, what are you doing and how, why are you doing that? And then um, it continued into, like, I just always loved it. Right. And in sixth grade, I did my uh, photo, my career project on photography, because I was just always, like, taking photos. I was like, huh. I, like, saw the book. Like, we were just, you know, doing the career project thing. I was like, photography is on the shelf. I'm like, I like photography. And I pulled it, and I just, like, kind of did it on that. And then from there, like, through high school, I went through all the photo classes. Um, and then uh, my photo teacher, when I graduated, was like, hey, you know, you should pursue this. Like, you have an eye, like, an eye that I haven't seen, like, through the 35 years of teaching and just like have at it and i was like damn that's encouraging that's high praise man (laughs) it is literally the exact opposite of the story zoe just told we're like no like that's what's so interesting it's like i i always i wanted to like cue on like everything you were saying because i'm just like related um in different ways but like and i think that's interesting like a lot of people are like yeah i picked up the camera didn't know what i was doing but like i've always been very like this is my like love and right you know so it was just always instantaneous yeah yeah that's amazing i mean it's really interesting to talk to, you know, doing what I do where I'm talking to so many people who are very skilled and have a lot of passion. Sometimes I talk to people and I'm like, so how did you start doing blank? And they're like, oh, well, I tried six other things first and then this was the one that stuck. Right. And then some people are just like, yo, I was three years old and I picked up a guitar and then that was it. And I'm like, right. cool. No, I, I definitely, like I was telling my friend the other day like that I did try like poetry. I feel like I could have gotten into that. But like photography always just like stuck. Yeah. And I always like loved it and like I think that's what kept me hella going throughout like I pretty much right after I got out of high school, I interned with photographers and I just like kept at it and stuff because I knew that like if I pretty much had a plan B, like if I didn't pursue photography or if I like 
pretty much gave myself a little bit of an out because photography is like hard to make a living in. Right. Then I would fall back on that. So I was like, you know what? If I love it, people are telling me that it's all good. Like, go for it. I'm gonna go for it. And like, I didn't like have a plan B. I just went in, and that like. That stuck with me through when I graduated Columbia because mm-hmm. everything fell apart after that. And that's when my character was totally tested. And yeah, because that was. Well, that's like, that's like the face tattoo model where you're like, I'm going to get this face tattoo because I'm going to be a rapper. Yeah. And now I that's can't do anything nine else. That's guy, man. Right. Like, he literally got it all over his face. And I was that guy's like, a terrible example, by the way. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what comes yeah. to mind because I saw this thing, anyway, the other day. <laughs> yeah. No, some people are like, it's commitment. Well, this is what I'm committing to for sure. Yeah. Um, so, so you just mentioned like, and, and we don't have to get too personal if you don't want to, but like you just mentioned everything kind of falling apart after, after college. Was that something where like your, your skill set and, and your passion for your career was being tested? It was, I think my um, dedication to actually sticking to it and making it work. And cause I've always been very like um, persistent about doing photography but the thing is, is that when I graduated Columbia, I had a whole entire like path of like being a photojournalist right. and working for newspapers like all over the country. Like that's what I, like that's what I was prepping to do, and that's what I had. And like I actually had an internship lined up with the newspaper in Chicago, but they cut the budget for it after I graduated, and I didn't have that plan B. Right. You know, <laughs> like that. This was more just me being like, eh, whatever, like checked out, kind of, because I was like prepping for the whole thing for five years, and so like. I did all the steps necessary to get up there, and then I had that internship, and I was like, hell yeah, free, out. And then um, it got cut, and then the apartment I was living in caught on fire, so it was like oh this my whole God. double wham thing, and then it was like literally rebuilding from there. Um, fast forward a little bit, I pretty much like tried to make it work, but the, I could like it was just like the photo thing went on hella pause because life just got so crappy. Right. But then once um, I got... I went away to Europe for a month, did that packpacking thing. I had to get that out of my system. And then when I came back, I um, could have got an intern or a job at a uh, newspaper, but I decided to actually not do that and stay in Chicago to see what would happen, like just as a photographer and let that develop. And essentially, that's kind of like how it all got to this place. I just kind of like, I'm very like free flowing. I'm curious and I got faith in life. Yeah. So. Well, and, and like I said, you know, I've seen you out for. I feel like a long time when did you start to I guess on your end when did you feel like you started to like show up in the Chicago creative community and and start to see that yeah and start to see that as a place where you could connect with that energy and make that part of your story you know what a lot of that has to do with bucket feet I've shot for them a while ago and um Oh, yeah, am I speaking loud enough? You're, you're good. Okay. I'm I was moving good. a little bit closer. Yeah. There we go. Um, it was, yeah, pretty much when I started shooting and collaborating with Bucket Feet, um, I met a lot of artists through that, and then I think that's where I, like, because they're heavy in the oh, yeah. artist community. Very like, much so. I I ran into you with Saba's listening party and stuff, and yes. I know I've run into you multiple times, but I just remember that because I think I got photos of you. So I think you got, <laughs> did you get the photo of me and Saba together? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. selfie. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, such yeah. a cute photo. I, yeah. I really like, I mean, we were just talking about like Saba, but really shout outs to Saba. I know, Saba, what's up? <laughs> Saba's an incredibly nice dude. Yeah. And that listening party was great. And I was like, oh man, like, you know, I don't. That was kind of like a little bit of like a, in, in with getting to know those guys too. Cause well, yeah, because Bucket Feet, like you're saying, like they, they really support the community here in Chicago. They're very big believers in like the creative energy here and a lot of the talent that is incubating in the city. Mm-hmm. 
So, so you connect with Bucket Feet. Talk about that relationship and kind of how that came together and, and what doors did that open for you? So I would say that it got me in with getting to, like, it was more like afterwards, I feel like. Because it was when I was working there, it was very just like, you know, doing the work and I was doing a lot of like product photography. Um, but it was like afterwards where I produced like these photo shoots with um, Mulatto and Kenya and there's like there these artists and like use mm-hmm. bucket feet um, shoes for those shoots and that kind of like led me to meet other people. It was more like producing photo shoots starting off with bucket feet because I was essentially trying to get, I, was, I wanted to do photo shoots for them but they were having me do so much product that I was like, hey, I can do this but it kind of like, it phased out a little bit but like, um, so... But the thing is, is that through shooting uh, Sava's listening party at Bucket Feet, that kind of like started something too. And then a mix of that is like doing a photo shoot with uh, Rapper Chicks, with like yeah. Sam and Angel mm-hmm. and Fluffy. When, um, yeah. Shout out Rapper <laughs> Chicks, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, so Rapper Chicks are fun. I know, and I love them. And so um, I did, I put, I had a magazine with a couple of friends, and we put them as like the feature artists. And so um, they essentially, through them, I met more people. It was just kind of like, I mean, like everything's so connected. It snowballs. Yeah, yeah, it's literally absolutely. just like, I can go through so many different things. So but, yeah. you're connecting with the Chicago community, like connecting with the artists, the oh, creatives. Wait, wait. And you know what it was? It was Oxcore DJs. That Oxcore DJs, me, yeah. Yeah, connect with a lot of people. And then also uh, AMFM. So I started shooting for both of them like around the same time. And all, I think that all great makes, partners. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what helped me really get out and about and know and get to know a bunch of hella people. Yeah, and, so and those are all people, people who we've been fortunate enough to have on this podcast, like Patrick Welby and Sierra. Yeah, McKissick, yeah, shout like out to Welby. People who are just doing really great work in the city. Sierra. Yeah, Sierra's, she's, she's cool, man. Yeah. She has got yeah. like a great thing going on at that space. I know. It's very cool. I don't, she's like a spirit animal. She, yeah, she's, she's <laughs> like, very like aspirational. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're connecting with all the creatives, the entrepreneurs, the like creative community here in Chicago. How does that start to become something that you're able to like? I mean, you mentioned the bucket fee thing, so that's a client. How were you able to like continue to develop that as a career path, not just the hobby thing? Because again, I'm I'm always interested in like, you know, it's such a hard step, I think, for so many creatives to move into the space where like it becomes your business, you know? Mm-hmm. And not everybody either not everybody can do it or not everybody thinks they can do it. So how mm-hmm. were you able to like Make really money. move forward in that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the, um, the thing about the business end is that I've, uh, photographed a lot of, uh, like events and networking events and panels. I shot for like 1871 for a minute or for a while. And (laughs) then, um, I shoot for Chicago lawyer and leading lawyers. And so I get a lot of, um, hardcore money through like that. Hardcore money. I like that. Hardcore money. I like that. (laughs) That's so great. That stuff. And then I get like, and then through artists, it's kind of like, I just do like little, like actually, you know, homey deals and stuff. Like, you know, I know that a lot of it's like self-funded and stuff like that. So like, um, and it's all all for like love. So it's like, I find, I don't, and that's the thing is that it's like, how do, what, how do you end up in all these places? And I'm like, it's like, how do I make my money? I don't know. It just comes. And I just like, I, I want I just, like <laughs> I want you to give like a college presentation or an Apple Store talk or something. You're like, listen, there's hardcore money, and then there's homie love. Yes, exactly. Let me talk about yeah, the difference. Yeah. No, but it, it is really true. It's like I'll do corporate audio work for like a corporate client. Yeah, the corporate 
people. Shouts out right. to them. And, and holiday got, parties are the shit. So much love for that because like they can pay you. Yeah. And then I'll do other projects. And they're projects not like upset people. about it. They're like, oh, no. all right, cool. Here you go. Yeah. Like, oh my god. They'll quote a price and they're like, is that okay? And you're like, shut the fuck. Up. Yeah, 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 I can work with that. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so so you're out all over the city. You're making your moves. You're making your mark. Uh, talk about the kind of um, the subjects. Let's talk about kind of the subjects that you cover because I'm looking at your Instagram right now and it's got this really, I'm going to do a bad job of describing it. So let's, let's listen interested. to me doing a bad yeah. job of describing it. You talk about art. Go ahead. Right. <laughs> poorly. Um, but it's got this really neon aesthetic to it. It's got a little bit of a, a gritty kind of feel to it. And it's got sort of a, um, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, what's this black... Um, Contrast? Contrast. Yeah, it's very crisp. That's what I was... Like, the, the darkness and the, and the blacks in the, um, and the, and the dark space in the photos. Thank you. Like, like yeah. It's very crisp. And it's very... Um, People have, like, said, like, raw. Yeah, there. raw. You know, it's very, um, yeah. I'm just doing a terrible job describing it. But, no, but if, if people look at, at the Instagram, they can see it. So talk about developing this look and how you choose what kind of subjects you're photographing. Um, so as far as, like, the, the look, I've noticed that, like, I... Since I know that pretty much everything's so visual nowadays that, like, you need to catch eyes so quick. Right. And I got ADD. I, like, literally will be like, I'm not interested, right? So I pretty much make things that's going to catch my own eye and my own attention. And so if I see something, I'm just like, cool. And I almost, like, trust, like, how short of attention span I have to, like, pretty much be like, okay, if this is catching my attention, then it should catch other people's attention because I... Like, right. I'm because so, we're, like, we're all just competing it. for... <laughs> you know, we're yeah. also ADD anyway, so... I kind of, I think that's, like, it's a, more like instinct. It's kind of hard to uh, describe. What are that. you looking for in terms of the kind of subjects that you shoot, the kind of artists? Like I'm looking at some of these like right. Chinatown photos that are really cool and very neon. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like so, this photo I mean, of you with the bike is so dope. <laughs> that's a part of like my upbringing too is being around bikes and my dad and dirt bike riding and stuff like that. But um, so... Like how are like pretty much how do I choose people I'm photographing? Is yeah, that- and just like I guess where do you kind of find your, you know, your subjects or like what makes you think like that's the shot I got to take? So I'm just gonna try to answer. So essentially, like I'm very inspired off of people and like um, the energy that they bring or like the look that they have, and it's kind of like a vibe. I think that between like what Mika and I do with Propaganda TV, you're calling it Prop TV, but like um, we pretty much feel something off them, I think, and, like, I think, and a lot of times, like, everybody has their, like, artistic expression, and mine is essentially photography. Mm-hmm. I, like, create photos to express, essentially, like, kind of, like, how I see them, in a way, and, like, I like to bring out, like, how I interpret them, and that's how Mika is, too. She styles them, and then we have, like, a creative direction with them, and so our uh, team, the way that we got brought together is, like, through just, like, being inspired by similar uh, artists and then being able to like execute ideas with them and then the outcome is like the artists are happy with it and we're happy with it and it kind of grew into what we're doing today. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned propaganda TV, which is another thing I was going to bring up. Um, propagandist. Propagandist. Know, prop- yeah, that's a different type of word. <laughs> yes. That's sorry. Gonna, okay, sorry. Go ahead. Um, so like talk about propagandist TV. Like what is this? Bring us into what this organization is. I know it's a collaboration. Like... Shed some light on that. 
So it's um, pretty much a production company between me and Mika. Uh, we're definitely down to grow up, but we're kind of just starting it. I mean, we've been doing it for like two years at this point with like the um, photo shoots that we've like developed over time. But it's, um, we pretty much like, there's a bunch of like Chicago artists. Like it's like, essentially if you bring them on your podcast, it's like right. we pretty much see like um, a vision for them. And it's usually like music artists, but we've like pretty much have our eye on a lot of DJs. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> like that's kind of been something. But um, so we pretty much like, develop these uh, conceptual photo shoots with them and we want the photos to be different than like if you they were just to go out and shoot with like whatever you know or like just kind of <laughs> like I mean I do that like, yeah. like I'll go out and shoot and be like whatever but it's more just like developed and thoughtful and more like I call it thumb stopping so you when you're scrolling you like stop on that photo and you're like what's that like oh that. like fam <laughs> like I'm very like I think that's why the visuals lately have been very like in your face so you yeah, they definitely like, <laughs> have a very bold yeah. feeling to them. Like yeah. it's very declarative. Yeah, and they like to kind of call it extra. You know, it's a little it's yeah. Extra. Like I'm, what's <laughs> what's this one I'm looking at right now? Because I love the Tara? this. Yeah. So that's Tara. Can never pronounce her last name. She's like a multimedia artist, and mm-hmm. she's in India right now, and she does a lot of really cool work. Um, and we photographed her at. Uh, Carnival, that really oh, okay. colorful place. I've always like driven night. by there. Yeah, yeah, they they're down for anybody to come. Shoot. That's awesome. <laughs> they're really great, and it's a great place because you just go in there and you just have a good time exploring that place. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Is another photo we're looking at here, um, which is it's just a bunch of neon signs, like mm-hmm. a bunch of neon signs, like make out and hello and daddy mm-hmm. and. Yeah. Were these yours or was he? Oh, were you Audra. just going? So okay. the, that's the artist. She's mm-hmm. the one that made all those. Those are so, killer. Yeah, Mika found her like Instagram searching and um, she, yeah, that was a really fun shoot. Like she's super good at what she does and so sweet. She's sweet. Yeah. Talking about nice people. She's just like, hi. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like I want to get her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Um, so what's exciting to you right now in Chicago? Because you're somebody who's so plugged into things. You're at so many of these events. You're on the ground floor talking to so many different artists and, and creators and all sorts of really interesting people. What's exciting to you right now? What you know? What are you looking at? Like, that's the space I want to be, or those are the people I want to talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, like, just seeing everybody grow so much um, and from, like, a couple years ago to now... Um, like, since we're on a roll at Sabo, he had his like, <laughs> let's, let's just that, like, yeah, let's just the like Sabo keep like saying, fest, Hey man. dude, what's up? Since he had that listening party, like from that, cause I saw at the beginning of that to like where he's at now is kind of just like exponential. Like Zoe's like grown into doing her thing with Nike and like, mm-hmm. um, and it's cool that like Adidas like is here now doing stuff with artists and whatnot. So I think it's like exciting that there's corporate Everybody's coming to Chicago. Down. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's really exciting. And it's totally a renaissance. Like, yeah. Chicago was sleeping for a minute, and then now it's like, boom, bam, like, hey. And so, yeah, I think that's, like, super exciting. And I know that artists come here, and then they come here, and then they feel motivated when they leave. So it's like right. we're essentially in a very, like, high-energy, motivating, like, excited, kind of, like, childlike, you know, playful, ready to just get down and make some work and whatever. Everybody wants to work. Yeah. Everybody wants to work. It's not as much about the parties. It's like everybody wants to actually create something right now. Yeah. That Chicago hustle thing. That's real. Right. Yeah. It's crazy because it's like there's always been talent here, but it's like in the last five years or so, it's just been a different 
energy. Mm-hmm. It's been something totally... Well, you definitely have hella seen it. Like, I, I started living here in 2011, but I was going to Columbia as a student. So you've, like, seen it as, like, a professional. I've gotten to, well, uh, you know, the, the very, very tiny backstory, like, I'll just give us the quick version. It's, like, in, like, 1993... Uh, 150 million years ago, right? Like when the, <laughs> when the smashing, I mean, that's just so long ago. Well, I was born 90, so like, okay. Right. But like when the so smashing pumpkins came out with Siamese dream, I was uh, probably like nine, 10, 11, like somewhere in that age. And like, you know, old enough where you're starting to pay attention to music. And like every band then was from Seattle, you know, mm-hmm. Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Nirvana, oh, okay. Pearl Jam. Yeah. Um, everybody was from Seattle and these four weirdos were from Chicago. And suddenly I was like, Oh, how cool. I think that probably the way that a lot of kids now feel about Chance, I was like, oh, how cool. You can be from Chicago and do something really exciting and weird and different. Mm-hmm. And then I started working in radio, like, late 90s, and I got to see, like, the, like, local age thing happen. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I got to see, like, the Fall Out Boy and Rise Against thing happen. So I have been through a few cycles of this, but it's, like, the difference between those moments and now, I mean, they're all, of course, incredible groundbreaking moments with so many different artists, and there's so much... That's the very surface level version of it. True. But the difference now versus any of those other moments in Chicago, whether it's the pumpkins, whether it's industrial in the 80s, whether it's like disco demolition, anything, is that now anybody, well, not anybody, most people have a smartphone or a laptop or a tablet or they have a friend who has access to one, right? So suddenly everybody has the tools to become a creator versus previously really... You know, basically, I guess, I guess like, yeah, yeah. pre iPhone, it's like not everyone had the opportunity. Most people were not participants, they were audience. Right. And now anybody who wants to become a participant in the creative process, whether they go to a chance right. show or a Saba show or they go to an awesome gallery and they see photography, it's like now suddenly people can be like, oh, I want to do that too. Yeah, yeah. I want to be involved or I want to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's opened so many doors, which is really exciting. Yeah. I think so, too. So, you know, for you, as somebody who's been able to, like, really develop this brand, develop this career, and connect with so many different communities here, um, I'm watching my other, my Calico cat is literally sniffing Zoe's hair right now at the house. (laughs) Um, So now that you've been able to do all this, like, what advice would you give for anybody who, like we just said, is looking to not just be a part of the audience, but become a participant? You know, whether it's mm-hmm. photography or any other creative pursuit, like, what do they need to know? To pretty much, like, sorry, what was the question again? Yeah, no, <laughs> sorry. Like, I, I feel like it took a long way to get there. Just, oh, like, okay. basically, like, what advice would you give to anybody who's also looking to get their start, whether with photography or just other creative pursuits? I mean, at the end of the day, I always think that if, like, you, I feel like you need some kind of support saying, like, yo, you should do this from, like, other people. Even though you're supposed to go with, like, um, like, first of all, it's like you need to, first of all, like really deep down want to do it. And yes. that's what's going to keep you going and in it. And then also you need like support from people that are going to be encouraging. Because I think like after a while, if you don't have some type of support where people are like giving you positive feedback in some way, you become bitter. And that makes you stand off. Like that will just like drive other people away and then you'll just become more and more something. So it's like you need to hella stay positive and figure out how to get like better and better and better. And um, whenever something does get, like, hard, it's, like, you got to just know that that's temporary as long as, like, you just, like, get around it and just be, like, determined. It's all about being, like, determined. Yeah, it's, and it's all about, like, you know, being perseverant, which is what you're saying. It's, like... I got that tattooed on me. When I, so we were talking about the face tattoo. Yeah. So I got a tattoo on me um, that says perseverance in Greek. 
And I got that when I was 18 because I knew that photography was going to be hard. So it's like pretty it's, much doing art is going to be hard. It's just more about like how much do you care to keep it a part of your life? Like No, it, yeah. it is. It's it, like if these things were easy, everyone would be doing it. And I know it feels like everyone's doing everything, but it's like they're yeah. not. Like not everybody is taking it to the level where it's a business, where it's a success story for them. And the mm-hmm. people who are, you know, you and Zoe sitting in this room, it's like, you know, there are of course going to be challenges, but you just keep going and you believe in the work because that's what you have to do. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of it has to do with like finding your purpose too. Shouts out to my homie, Corey Collins. He uh, is a development coach. I'm just saying he helped me find my purpose. Um, by like long story short, I learned that like I am big on connecting with people and I use photography to connect with people. And I think that's like how all this became what it is, is like, Pretty much, you figure out your purpose, and everybody has one. Right. Like you can't be born not have a purpose. It's just more about like how hard you want to dig in there and find out. But it's about finding that, and once you find that, then like it's pretty much you can get through all that like bullshit. No, I, I love that idea, and it's it is true. I think like a lot of times, you know, your your craft can be a tool that can help you connect. You're somebody who I've always found to be incredibly easy to connect with and social at events, and like. I don't even know how we started talking, but it's like every time I've ever seen you, you're just easy to talk to. You're just like friendly and outgoing and like it never feels like pretentious or standoffish. You're just somebody who is like very accepting accepting and welcoming of people. I've always liked yeah. that about you. Yeah. No, I like people. That's the it, biggest thing. It shows. Thing. <laughs> yeah. I just like, yeah, I, yeah, it takes a lot for me to like not like somebody. I don't hate people. I'll be annoyed. It's not like I like sure. y'all all the time, but I just like generally like people a lot. I think that's an incredible quality. I love it. Um, What are you excited about coming up this year? Is there anything on deck for you that we need to talk about or? Yeah, I mean, pretty much it's just like growing the prop uh, prop TV. We're coming, Mm -hmm. we're getting a uh, website developed and we're going to like have some events coming up. um, And it's definitely like we're trying to get as many people involved and like photo shoots are going to be coming up. So I'm very excited about the prop TV thing. And then... um, Getting my own personal website together because you literally called <laughs> me out subconsciously on that. I was like, ah, shit. Ah, uh, I love so, it. So, anyway, I'm very excited about uh, the Prop TV stuff. So, that will be hella fun. I love it. Yeah. Um, this is something I say to people a lot on their first time on the podcast, and it's always true. It's like, you know, this is an open door. The mic is always on. So as you have new things happening, as Prop TV grows, like as, as new developments happen, like come back. I love being able to help people tell their story over like multiple oh, cool, episodes, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I respect the hell out of what you do, by the way. Oh, that's so yeah, kind of you. I'm just going to like say that right now. Like, Thank you. You stay on, t- on top of this stuff for 10 years. Like, and journalism is very giving. You yeah. Know? It's, I, I, I put, is it journalism to you? Yeah. And no, it's, okay. it's all those things. It's digital media. It's journalism. It's just, you know, yeah. it's something that... For me, just just like what you guys are describing, it's just like it's just what I do. Yeah. You know, I have a bad day, and even if I have a bad day, I got to edit a podcast or I got to book the next event or like that's just what I do. And then ninety nine point nine percent of just almost without fail, every time I turn the mics on, talk to whether it's one person or a panel of people, I almost always feel better afterwards. Yeah, the interview would have to go really far wrong, and there's only been a couple of those where like I don't feel better afterwards. But I'm sure it's yeah. just the same thing when you guys have like. A really great shoot and everything no, yeah, goes like right. The photo shoots, I do get. I almost am dreading it a little bit, but it's like it's not dreading. Like, oh, I want to get this over with. But it's just more like I want this to go good. Yeah, and then no. by the end, you're like, okay, cool, you know. But there, it's true because you care. 
No, it feeds your soul. It's like it's like you care, so you're like, oh, but yeah, no, big productions are like very daunting. I mean, Beyonce talks about it. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's a good place to leave it. Um, Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much, Um, Rena. I'm gonna let you pronounce your last name. Naltis. Naltis. There we go. Okay. Um, I love it. And people can check out your work, uh, Rena Captures, on Instagram. That's the main place to find you. Um, and I'm looking forward to the next time we talk. And I'm sure I'll see you out next time I'm out. Yeah, man. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Excited. Thanks so much. Thanks. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcasts. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.